Welcome to the IWT Commercial Podcast, brought to you by Selenis, providing tools to build your expertise and provide customer value. In today's podcast, you're going to hear about the differences between managing and maintaining your account and how you can best provide customer value. So I'm going to give you an example of how this this strategy came about, and it's it's all these are all true stories. I always say it's a true story, um, not that my, any of my other stories are, are lies. But we were in a mill up in northern uh, Maine. I walked into the plant, and we're in desperate need of, of support. There, we we're losing the business. Everybody claimed how wonderful this guy was a sales manager or sales salesman and when you walked around the plant you could see failing equipment testing that wasn't being done uh you know the the customer loved them everybody in the mail loved them except for the mail manager and the production manager because they were fighting all the fires to keep the equipment doing we eventually lost the business it went from five million dollars down to nothing because our, our wonderful sales guy uh, neglected the maintenance of it. So I just want to make sure you understand that the importance. So they go hand in hand. These are parallel processes. And you have to be very well organized and, and, and focused on getting these elements done. And we're going to talk about planning in a little bit. But if, you, if you're if you organized and focused, you'll find, and plan well, you'll find that managing both the maintenance and the management part of the business is doable. So I'm going to stop for a quick second here and see if there's any questions around the explanation of those elements. Comments from anybody? Makes makes perfect sense to me, Johnny B. So yeah. Scott, I mean, you're a veteran out in the field, right? Uh, have you seen the experience? Have you have you experienced the case where someone focused exclusively on maintenance and doing doing the management, and we've lost the business, or? Uh, vice versa, where you had a great salesman that couldn't, I mean, you must run into that often, right, Scott? Well, yeah, I've, I've seen it both ways. Um, a, a lot of, I would say more often than not in terms of putting, putting a customer or an account at risk. Yeah. Is, is the, uh, like you mentioned, the, the guy who could sell a refrigerator to an Eskimo, I think you said. But, yeah. but, uh, you know, can't, can't maintain the business. You, you see that a lot out there, and I think that that has a greater potential of putting an account at risk than than a you know somebody, an individual who's great at maintenance and not necessarily a stellar seller. Yeah, and you know, Scott, you know, it all depends on the character of the mill manager and the production team as well. You know, some of them are okay with the, the low profile sales guy and some of them are more technically focused, but that still doesn't mean you don't get in there and work on the maintenance part of it and the management part of it equally. So you have to plan the elements. So thanks for, for speaking up, Scott. Anybody else got any comments? Hey, I would think, I would think it'd be lower cost to manage it versus trying to sell all the time. And once you have the account and you're, you're managing it, um, energy expended seems to me it'd be a lot less. Yeah, it can be. I mean, the, 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 the ease of, of the maintenance is you, you get into a routine, you go in and do your pinks and blues, you, you, know, you, you check your equipment and you're done and you're gone. You write a little report with no sales value whatsoever in it. 
and because uh, all you're doing is just talking about maintaining your account. But the the uh, amount of work that needs to be done can be overbalanced towards that maintenance versus. The well, I mean, I mean, when you manage it, I mean, if they have problems and you're engaged and in, involved with resolving, it's a lot simpler to do that than it is to go find and sell a new account. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it can be. Yeah, that's absolutely true, and it's and it really is a kind of a personality thing as well. I find. Um, you know, certain personalities prefer doing certain things, but that the, the, the idea here is not to, to 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 suggest one is worse than the other. The idea is understanding what the the elements are really significant, what their their importance is in the process. I, li I like your I like your comment, Bill. So I want to move to the next process. I want to move on and and have uh, the the discussion of how to, because that's the the question I get a lot from. Some of the younger teams. Now, there's some senior people on here uh, that are very well versed in account management, but this would be a good refresher. And it sometimes it stops you to think, okay, am I really managing my account effectively? Am I doing the right things? Have I checked on it recently? So, have you gone in and said, is the work that I'm completing and doing from a maintenance standpoint providing the results that I need for my customers? Is it relevant? To the business that I'm selling to them, and more importantly, delivering on the, the value that they want. So when we look at the 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 management end of it, we what we've done in the past. Uh, I'm going to give you another true story. I had a rep up in Dryden, Ontario, who couldn't get his work on his maintenance end done worth. It doesn't matter how many hours I gave him during the course of the week, and he was only at one site, and he only had one paper machine. He just Oh my gosh, I mean, it was like pulling teeth trying to get a report out of them or a proposal or helping the customer. So we went in and we looked at his process and we defined every single task that he had and we defined how long each task took and we figured out what the tools were that he needed to do to complete those tasks. One of the things that he had problems with it whenever he went to do something, he could never find the right apparatus or the right reagents or et cetera because he had. I forgot to order them or he just didn't have them on site or, or whatever. And this is back in the days in the paper when we were traveling from account to account. We didn't have the full-time accounts like we do today. Regardless, we went through those we through to the tools and we looked at who can do what because he had someone that could help him on some of the stuff. And uh, I took over some of his accounting processes while he worked on the other elements and he assigned the responsibility appropriately. And more importantly is what we did is we took a part of the day and we assigned it specifically to the task. And we said, look, it, you talk to your customer and you let him know or let her know that on Monday you're going to come in and look at all your processes, do your drawdowns or do your inventory first thing. Now, it doesn't have to be a whole week of scheduling because some of us go into the accounts only once a week or once a month for a couple of days or even a half a day, but you should still have that schedule pinned down. And do that analysis is what we we sat down with them and make sure everybody understood that, that that's where I'm going to be and it's important because the work that I'm doing helps maintain the goals of meeting their objectives or keeping the sheet clean or whatever the case may be. And then we make sure that he had some personal time to sit down and work through his planning and make sure he's ready for the week and that he could review what he had completed the week before. And then finally, we 
got all the technical training all done and ready to go so that we were prepared for the week. Now, what, what we found was when we went back and uh, did the analysis, when we looked at the, the time to complete each task, the amount of tasks to do, he, he was completely surprised that he had a lot more time than he expected. And what was happening was when he was at the account, he was spending so much time talking to every person at the mill. He was a socializer. He was a, he was a, 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 a addict when it came to socialization. He went out and he talked to everybody and he neglected to do the business when he, in the work when he should have done it. So by the time he got to the end of the week and an emergency came up, he couldn't capture the locks time for that work. And I'll give you another example that just, I just did this audit at a plant, at a tissue machine up in the um, Ohio area. We walked in, they had three and a half people at the account, and was, I think it was a $6 million account. So the customer expects $6 million worth of service, and we shouldn't uh, think that they should get anything less. And they were having the same problem with four people. Couldn't get it done. So we sat them down around the table and we went through everybody's work of the things that had to be done. They had 100 or 220 hours of man hours at eight hour day that each week to get the work done. And they had a total of 40 hours of work that they could come up with. So what was happening? Why were they such firefighting all the time? Well, that comes back to you know, managing the account, understand what has to be done, making sure things are getting done in the right time. It comes back to putting, defining all the tasks and put them in order so that you can get your maintenance done. So when we are working through the maintenance elements, I, you need to establish, even as a new, or even as a seasoned rep, someone who goes to the account, or, you know, I remember John Hasmanis used to work for me up in Northern British Columbia, he was my water guy. Uh, we were on the water team together, and more or less. And he he had a, a, a alcan of the aluminum smelter up there for 23 years, and uh, that's a long time to have business. And he did exactly the same routine every day, every time that he went in, and then he went back and he maintained that customer through a management aspect as well. Hence the reason why we had it for 23 years. His schedule is very consistent, very tight, uh, and he still had the amount of free time because he kept things done that that free time allowed him to manage those emergencies or work on those special projects. So that's the maintenance end of it. Now within Solanus, we've got all types of processes and inventory training sheets and all. there's a whole pile of stuff around uh, BBSO, JSOs, and critical path thinking, and critical parts for the maintenance, and ordering and tracking. All those things are standard tasks, and we have the tools to support that. And I worked with Joe and her team, well, it was about a year ago, we started working on this, maybe Joe and uh, Andrew Ledley, and a few other people. I think Jim Jim was on there, and anyways, we we they created all these new templates and inventories and have everything ready to go so we have that uniformity and consistency delivering the message to the customer. But as important, it gives you the template to maintain your account. What's the end result of doing this for maintenance? Well, when I worked to Pit Pine Bluff about seven years ago, it was a considered its own dis- district at the time. I think it was almost twenty million dollars worth of business at one account. 
And we went in there and they were, I was a microbio uh, project, senior project manager. My job was to help with microbio. And they were all over the map. Everything was fire on fire. Everything was burning. Everything was, you know, nothing was working. Things were breaking. The customers was yelling and it was terrible. Uh, and, and young kids at the, at the helm, healthy, trying to run things. Uh, an account area manager that was, you know, trying to rope in a whole bunch of other things besides just this account. So I put a stop to it. We, we reorganized and replanned. Uh, got resources from the district manager and re put everything under a maintenance plan. Uh, not only from the keeping the equipment running, but also keeping, uh, making sure that we we're doing the testing, making sure that we we're having the proper meetings, making sure we we're removing the projects down the pipeline. And I got a call you know, a couple of months later saying, telling me, you know, I, I went home today at, at noon on Friday. There was nothing broken. There was nothing, no urgency. Everything was running well. Uh, I'm not fighting any more fires. I've got, I go home at five at night. I get to see my wife and kids. I'm not staying up all, all the time. So there's also a personal benefit of working this plan. And that is, uh, you know, what we really want to do is we're going to, either you can work to, to live or you can live to work. And I prefer to work to live and enjoy that, that financial benefit of going home. So that's the, 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 the layout for the maintenance side. Be sure to listen to the next portions as you proceed through the podcast. Thank you for listening to the commercial podcast. We hope that you found the information useful. If you need additional information, be sure to visit the IWT Technical Training Resources site.